ECW Livecast. And this week we are covering Hardcore TV episodes 42 and 43 from February 1st and February 8th of 1994. I'm Mike Prue along with JV. JV, how you doing? Doing well again, man. <laughs> I know, it's funny you say doing well again because we just fucking fucked up the original intro. <laughs> so <laughs> and that was my fucking fault. But anyway, so yeah, JV had said he had uh, he was doing all right because he didn't have the coronavirus. But <laughs> JV's just fine now. So anyway, so thanks guys for joining us here on the Extreme ECW Livecast. Thanks again, Booking the Territory Army, for joining us. And also want to give a special shout out for those that joined us when we presented to you a free episode last week on BTT. So, very grateful to Mike Mills from Booking the Territory for putting episode 19 out there to the masses. So, maybe some of you are new subscribers to the Patreon feed and are checking us out here on episode 20. And we appreciate that. And it was also available on our show that we do every Wednesday, the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And this week we have coming up episode 65. No Mercy on Rikishi. So check us out there and continue to listen to us here on the Extreme ECW Livecast. What we got going on this week is a continuation from where we left off. They're building up to another big supercard show, and that is the night the line was crossed. So that's one of the big shows, and it's now available on the WWE Network. So just weeks ago. Actually, I think it was the last episode that we put out there. It was like the very next day. They just pushed out a bunch of Supercard shows. And I I messaged JV right away. I was like, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, now, all of a sudden, 93 <laughs> episodes are available. It's like, what the hell? Why didn't they have those last year? But, you know, whatever. But now 94 is all out there. So we'll be able to check out some of those Supercards down the road. In some good quality of the WWE Network. Well, actually, I can't even really say that. Because some of the shit we watch here on <laughs> Hardcore TV is not that great quality. And JV knows because he's the one that has to listen to it during editing. <laughs> and some of it sounds like shit. So, who knows? Hopefully it's good. I mean, it's got to be better than what's on Daily Motion. So, we'll see with that. Yeah, anything's better than Daily Motion. <laughs> right. So, we're on that build to... The night the line was crossed. This is going to be February 1st that we kick off 
right away here. And the night line, the, the night the line was crossed is just a week away. So this is kind of like the go home show. So let's get ourselves ready on the network. It's episode 42, February 1st, 1994. I'll give you a moment to do that. JV, are you ready? Can you set up for that? Yes, 40 minutes, 29 seconds, right? That's right. All right, so I'll give a countdown, three down to one, and then I'll say play, and then we'll all click play when I say play. All right, so let's get into it here. Three, two, one, play. All right, so we're getting a recap of last week on ECW. And it's Kevin Sullivan and Tasmaniac against, I believe it was the Shearer, Keith Shearer, some fucking people we didn't know. <laughs> I don't know, I forget. What the look? Kind of looks like Paul Diamond, actually, with that mullet. Yeah, it is Paul Diamond. And Pat Tanox is on the phone. We talked about this all in the last episode. It was crazy. Pat Tanaka had a shit ton of airtime on the previous yeah, he episode. He had two matches. He had this segment here that they're recapping. Yeah, so got that. that WWF street cred, right? <laughs> right. The Orient Express. I was in Royal Rumble 1992 in the opening match against Owen Hart and Jim Neidhart. Hey, what is this music? You hearing this? Look, yeah. This sucks. Yeah, it is creepy. I'm kind of scared. Oh! Hear that piece? What the fuck? It's the same video package. It just seems more intense because of the music. That will never be the opening music. It had to be music. edited or something. Had to be. That will be never be our opening music <laughs> for the ECW Extreme Livecast. Alright, so we've got Joey Styles sitting in the Eagle's Nest. Look at those fucking heads. Look at that headset. Like, bigger than his head. How huge is that? Jesus. Yeah, what's the deal? Now you they got little AirPods. It's funny how he wears it because he <laughs> wants he wants to show off his hair. Ghost I was like, look at my Yeah, hair. probably. Yeah. It's like this hair is fucking perfect. And I'm about to lose it, so I'm showing it. Alright, so we got the tag team champions coming out to the ring here. It's the Tasmaniac Kevin Sullivan along with the luscious woman with the hair up in a little pony looking so cute. And we have Shira, who I mentioned earlier, moments ago, is teaming up with Mikey Whipwreck. And they're getting their assholes kicked. Yeah, it's Keith Shira with Mikey Whipwreck. And sure is a beatdown. Fucking Chasha. Oh, oh my god. Oh, it went through his head. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so JV, JV, if you remember from 
last, last episode we did here. Keith Shera and I think it was Kevin Shero's his brother. They had those same exact tights on, those neon leopard animal skin type trunks on. Matching ones. See you there? Yeah. Yeah. They're on sale at J and B hockey. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, so how lame is that? They can't even team together. They have to separate them. It still baffles me that this is Taz. I know. Fucking yeah, just like the loincloth fringes. Yeah, he almost kind of looks like the like mini barbarian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty perfect, mini barbarian. And Kevin Sullivan's like, with that power bomb, he's mini Sid. <laughs> we just got minis in the ring. I mean, Mikey Whipwreck, he's not a tall dude. I mean, he's got to be. No, know. he's yeah, he's not a big, big guy. He's got to be like five ten, I would say, like height wise, five ten. Oh, height wise, yeah, he's yeah. switching bad. But I'd be surprised how many. Prominent wrestles right now are five ten. No, 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 no. I don't. Nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying in terms of this match, Mikey Whipwreck is a small dude in wrestling, but he's bigger than Kevin Sullivan and Taz, who are big stars. True. Yeah, but, Taz but they're is, heavyweight. I mean, they have weight to them. Yeah, kinda, they're both like two thirty. He has a better metabolism. <laughs> <laughs> he just has no muscle, nothing going on. <laughs> Well, Taz gets the, the cover there after a nice fucking suplex off the top rope. And now Kevin Sullivan is just shaking and shaking, gyrating in the middle of the ring, shaking his leg. Uh, Taz is doing his laughing thing again. He's laughing at Kevin Sullivan like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're just going crazy. The woman's like Catwoman over here and smoking. And she's just growing on me week after week here. Yeah. I liked her better on the beach. That too. Bikini. But I like this look. I like this leather look she's got going on right now with the, the little ponytail up like it's 1988. <laughs> kind of reminds me of when I was young. When I was, say I was like seven years old. My sister was like 14 and her friends would come by. Like, oh yeah, this so hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 1991 and they had the big puppy. yeah they had their Aquanet and shit <laughs> it's pretty sad that as a 7 year old I was thinking girls were hot what the fuck was Jeez, going on these chair shots Mikey Whipwreck are taking are uh, brutal yeah. I still gotta be feeling these today oh my god I bet they were take, taking such advantage of him too it had to be like fuck this kid he wants to be in wrestling I'll show him what wrestling is that's what Taz would be saying. All right, so Joey Styles talking to us now. Let's see what he has to say. Right now, we're going to take a look at the franchise in action in a recent matchup as he faced the 
challenge of the up-and-coming 22-year-old Tommy Dreamer. And following the matchup, Tommy we'll Dreamer. get comments All right, so we're going to get some footage of Shane Douglas versus Tommy Dreamer. On this program just two weeks ago, the franchise... All right, so let's see how this action goes. So the match is already in progress. Starting off with the Tommy Dreamer suplex from Shane onto Shane Douglas from outside the ring. And as we've said week after week here at this point, since Tommy Dreamer's debut is, you can't even believe that this is Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> if you weren't an ECW fan early on, you would not recognize this guy. If you only know him from being the guy that runs in randomly in WWE or on independent shows being the hardcore legend this is a different man looks fucking good the Chippendale Tommy Dreamer <laughs> yeah <laughs> early 90s male stripper Tommy Dreamer right you got you have with the Sandman you got Surfer Sandman Chippendale Tommy Dreamer but at least Shane Douglas here, he's just the same gimmick all along. He comes in wearing his gear that he'll go on to wear. And he always has a chick with him. Sherry, woman, Francine. Because what woman wouldn't want to be with the franchise? Such a great name to have. I always say it. Triple H with the game was just trying to be the franchise of the WWF on that level. He ripped off the fucking gimmick. Believe it. But Shane Douglas is never going to be here. So fuck him. I'm the game. I'm the franchise. It, it basically blocked him out of coming. When Eddie Guerrero, Saturn, Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, when they came over, Shane Douglas was with them. And they all had to like lie to Shane Douglas that they were going there. And he was the one left out. Because they didn't want, WWF didn't want Shane in. They wanted them. Hmm. They were all dickheads, basically. I mean, looking out for themselves, but they were supposed to go as a group. That's what they promised. Shane Douglas' no story. Oh. They're probably just yesing him to death. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, they said, yeah. They agreed to us coming as a group. Right, that's what you're saying. Right. Yeah. And it even came down to Shane Douglas hearing about them being signed. And they were in a hotel. And Shane Douglas found out what hotel they were in. And he knows what, what names they go by. When they go to the hotel, so he called the hotel and asked if they were, like, like if Dean Malenko was there by his other name, and they, like, yeah, let me put you through or whatever. And it was Dean Malenko, and he was pissed. Fuck. They screwed. They lied to him. Yeah, that is fucked up. But WWF didn't want him. And now we get the Sandman. That's not the same man. That's Shane Douglas. Wrong blonde guy. <laughs> no, and the reason why, though, is because he had heat with Shawn Michaels, HBK. And yeah, he was their WWF poster child, too. Yeah. It sucks, though. Shawn Michaels at that time was just a fucking cocksucker, too. 
and he had that much say. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He sucked in 95. I didn't like him when I was younger. I never really liked him. I didn't like the HBK, the Humphrey kid gimmick and all that. I like Bret Hart. Me too. But we do have a good match going on here with Shane Douglas and Tommy Dreamer. It looked like, you know, sound match. Nothing crazy going yeah. on. A lot on the ground right now. A few what holes. Do you he could just transition to sleeper, and now you got he's like Tommy's lifting him up right now. Yeah, he's yeah. lifting him up right now. Yeah. All right, so I'm at 11, 40, 42, 43, 44, 45. Yep. All right, so now he's kicking his legs on the ground. Yep, so Tommy Dreamer just dropped Shane Douglas on his back, and now Shane Douglas is trying to work himself back up. And he grabs hold of Tommy Dreamer and sets him up and body slams him in the center of the ring as he sells his back, which is perfect because he just got hit on his back and he body slams, so that takes some pressure on the back. And even climbing up to the top rope right now, Shane Douglas is selling his back injury. And that is key wrestling storytelling. And he catches a boot to the face. I wonder if he's going to uh, sell that. I, I, that never makes sense because why <laughs> are you jumping like straight down with your head up like that? Aren't you trying to do like a splash when you jump Just off the top always rope? do a leg drop and that can't happen. Right. You always do a splash. Like a side splash. Like what are you doing? Like. I guess the only thing he could have been doing is a double axe handle, but his arms are up. <laughs> so, that is just a shitty spot. And someone gets kicked in the face off after jumping off the top rope. Makes no sense. So, Tommy Dreamy's making his big comeback here at this point. And he's going to whip Shane Douglas into the corner. And we got a reversal. We got a duck. And bounce off the ropes. We're going for a schoolboy. Douglas bounces off. Oh, and Sherry is up on the... Nope. Sherry is on the uh, ring side, and she just tossed a chain to Shane Ooh. Douglas. Shane Big Douglas right just nailed Tommy Dreamer with the right hand. And that's it. That's a one, two, three. Tommy Dreamer got fucked by Sherry, and he didn't get any enjoyment out of it. No laugh on that one. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> what is he overturning it? All right, the referee is. Well, I don't know how the referee could overturn anything. There's no second opinion. Yeah. What, what's going? Was he listen to the front row? To the crowd. Get the fuck out of here! All right, so they're showing the replay. And so we see Sherry. Ref counts two. Tommy Dreamer basically breaks up his own count to go get, grab Sherry. So that was probably a mistake. Alright, Shane Douglas covers again. Three. And then the ref. Hey, I guess we yeah, get out of that. That match is over. All right, so well, let's listen to what Joey Styles has to say. He will not be questioned by myself or anyone here at NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling. However, the former ECW Heavyweight Champion claims he has a statement to make. He will attempt to phone it in from his private training facility in what he calls the greatest city in the state of Pennsylvania. Speaking, of course, of Pittsburgh. Shane, yeah, Mr. Douglas, yes. We're on the air. 
the floor is all yours. This Saturday night, Terry Funk, Sabu, you both will find out why Shane Douglas is now called the franchise, not of the CCW, but of all professional wrestling. This Saturday night, you both get the chance. All right, so I don't know how this audio is going to sound, but Shane Douglas is hyping up the match with Terry Funk. It's coming up at the night the line was crossed, which is not called that at this point, but that's what it's going to be known as. Just name drop George for me. And they got a nice little side spot of Sherry's titties right there on the screen. Yeah, they did. <laughs> nice sweaty titty. <laughs> Swinging from chandelier to chandelier. I think we're starting with Sabu here. This is going to be tough to hear. Yeah, that's why I started talking over it. I was like, yeah, it's going to be rough. Yeah, why, why <laughs> would they... called Sabu stupid. He's like, oh, you're great, but you have the brains to do it. It just shows, like, how much the production was crap at this point where they had to do phone-in interviews. <laughs> Alright, so we're getting a video package of Shane Douglas and Tommy Dreamer. Not the match that we just watched, but a prior match that we did cover. And we got some shit-ass music playing as this happens. Ugh, hurry this shit up. Brutal. The music is brutal. Yeah, the music's brutal. Video features fine, but yeah, I wish we had some good music. So basically, this is like a, just a Shane Douglas video package. Yeah, yeah, he uses the chain a lot. Right, because they're, they're building up to the Terry Funk match, so they're showing what Shane Douglas has done and his interactions with people along the way, and then also with Terry Funk, which is going to be a hell of a match. Shane Douglas looks like fucking Eddie Gilbert in that. Right, <laughs> when he's standing with Cherry. <laughs> yeah, he does a little bit. Alright, so we got a match here. And it's Chad Austin against Johnny Hotbody. Johnny Baldspot. Johnny Bandana. Is he? Oh, that is. I thought it was Tommy Cairo for a second. Oh, Johnny, Johnny Hotbody. Oh, Maddie's in the house. Fucking yelling into the mic. Out <laughs> of nowhere. <laughs> What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> I'm here, bitches! Maddie in the motherfucking house. And this match is gonna suck. This is a nothing match. The crowd's pissed off. They want to fight Johnny Hotbody. That's the only heat here. Yeah, this is going to suck to be in attendance for this. It's like, I can kick your ass. Fuck Who Chad Austin. Chad Austin. Look at that. Really? I think I'd rather dress like Chad Austin than Johnny Wildspot. Mm, take the bandana off. Well, at least Johnny Hotbody has wrestling yeah. boots on. True. <laughs> I mean, those are wrestling shoes he has on. He's he's got Asics on, yeah. He's yeah. got the amateur wrestling gear on. Guess that shows that he's an up-and-comer. 
he's just come from the amateur scene. And he can do a backslide. Oh, he gets a two count. Oh, what the fuck? That sucked. So, Chad Austin just did a spinning kick. And Johnny Hotbody just kind of hit their mat and then rolled out of the ring. And then it led to a pretty cool high maneuver from Chad Austin. He did a, a front flip. And then Not they, bad. And then Not they bad. cut to a fucking replay of Johnny Hotbody doing a suplex. While there's some good action going on outside the ring, likely. Why are we seeing this replay right now? This is the time before you could do split screen replays. (laughs) But who would do in-match replays? (laughs) I guess they were being innovative. A little too happy with the editing. Well, they didn't even show the finish of the match. (laughs) What just happened? What the fuck? Did they... Extra they count them out? What the hell? That was... Was it like post-editing by WWF? I don't think so. Did they edit this out? They may have, but I don't have the original episodes from 1994 yet. So I wasn't able to double-check. Alright, so now we're in the Eagles Nest with Joey Styles. Well, I'm not mad that they got rid of it because the match sucked. So. Yeah, it did suck, so thank you for doing us the favor. It was probably Paulie. It was like, fuck this match. Cut it up. <laughs> show the big highlight spot and then show the replays and we're out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, that's probably, that sounds about right. Show Chad Austin, do that flip to the outside, and then we'll show the good parts from the match and wrap it up. All right, so JT Smith, let's listen. I never fought Sabu. And Shane's a very tough competitor. And Terry Funk, Terry Funk. No, I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, I will get into it. Terry Funk and I have something, a score that's all, something that will be resolved or it has to be settled one way or the other. But, 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 I'm sorry, man. You want to ask, you ask for a prediction, this is the prediction. Hurts to say it, but it has to be with Funk. I think, yeah, Funk will take it. All right, so JT Smith, Here comes Jason, not man, stuttering. His prediction. Hey, Jason, what do you think about Terry Terry Funk will win. I predict yeah. the most exciting thing. Now, Jason, what does he have to say? Will be the new suit that, I'll be wearing. that fucking hair. He's wearing his really new suit. All of your suits, some of them aren't bad, actually. Well, let's see. That one you have on sucks. You know what Jason is? And I know... I mean, his, his name may be Jason, but I feel like his vibe is like he's trying to be Jason Priestley from 90210, 1994-93. <laughs> 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 I was thinking more Don Johnson, little Miami Vice twin. Well, his clothing looks like that, but his hairstyle and the sideburns is like Jason Priestley, Perry. He's your boy. Oh, rock and Rebel. Rock and, rock and Rebel. He's got Shawn Michaels' jacket. My money's going on Shane Douglas. Michael Hick, what's his name? His real name, Michael Higginbottom. Michael Higginbottom. Is the champs? Everybody's making their prediction. Sandman, I'm fucking hammered, Maddie. Yeah, yeah, no shit. I just drank six natty ices. I'm winning a fucking belt. Where's my surfboard? Yeah, I fought that guy in Ultra Clash, and I'll kick his ass, but you know, what the fuck? I'm standing in front of this fake dressing room. You know. His favorite football player is definitely Dan Marino. No, fucking Dan Marino's best. He looks like a Dan Marino fan. We got Jason going back and forth with Sandman. 
Cousin it in the middle. Oh, JT Smith comes out of the bathroom. <laughs> oh, Paulie comes out of the bathroom now. Paulie, when he can wear normal clothes. <laughs> Paul Heyman's got his bra strap. And he's wearing one of those sweatshirt cutoffs. You know, where you cut the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like. Belichick before Belichick. Not even now. Not not just the sleeves, but you cut off the waist. It's like a belly shirt. Like what was that style in the late '80s? Go to the uh, what gym do they call it? Have your uh, fucking stomach hanging out, like uh, cocaine. <laughs> Everybody thought they were hot. So. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine, cocaine. Hell of a drug. How's your day going? Ah, cocaine. <laughs> Love that good cocaine. for you. Coffee? Coffee? Hey. Cocaine. <laughs> JV, thank you. You now had just made our music break. And it is Eric Clapton cocaine. There we go. <laughs> we do not endorse the use, condone, the use of illicit drugs. No, it's just a thing in life. Not driving a car. You can do it. Don't get, don't be driving. Yeah, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying I like the song. Hair clap. Yeah, I know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we got February 1st episode with some shitty audio here. Yeah, this audio is going to be rough, I think. I wonder how it's going to sound. I mean, it'll just be faintly in the background, but... They're still talking about this uh, title match. Yep. Feels like it's been 10 minutes. Oh, it's a big match. Yeah. Now, if you look at our notes, it's, it's fucking all promos for a while. Are we covering the match this week? No, right? The match is... Not going to be covered on this episode. It's Hi, part of. Just finished watching the Royal Rumble. If we're going to do a supercard special, then we'll see the when match. I was a kid, professional wrestling meant fighting, entirety. not being entertained. You want to see a what man levitate? You want to have right, a match? Let's take a listen to Todd Gordon. Number to find out who the winner is. By all means, enjoy that kind of product. Where I come from, the ECW stands for fighting, and that's what we're going to give you this Saturday night. Nothing but old-time hardcore fighting. You're going to see Terry Funk, Sabu, and Shane Douglas all go at it for the ECW heavyweight title. You're going to see the Tasmaniac and Kevin Sullivan with the original Sheik all in the ring at the same time. You're going to see Public Enemy and the Bruise Brothers. You're going to see four guys with dog collars with chains attached to them going at it in the ring because here, they're not here to really entertain you. They're here to show each other who the toughest guy in town is. Come on down Saturday night and you'll find out also. Go ahead. Feast your eyes. And all right, so now we're back to Jason. Feast your eyes on the sexist man on earth. Once again, I've hired my own. This is a fucking promo fest. Expensive, you say? Hmm. Yeah, it Very is. Expensive, but not as expensive. And it's not like the people we want to be hearing promos from. No. Oh wow, Jason brought up his suit again. That's new. Didn't yeah. see that coming. And now we're gonna have a mean right kick though. And now there's a whole video package of Jason. <laughs> Jason. Oh, that. Oh. Jason looks like young, the younger brother of Paulie Dangerously. <laughs> oh, look at him. Look at him. That's fucking young Paulie. Like the younger, kinda. better yeah, looking Paulie. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, he's fucking the Paloma name drop. Is that who he's feuding with? That's right. Yes, he is. I like Sablon. What kind of music? You hear rap music, or is that just me? Yeah, there's rap music. Okay. Fuck, who is what it? is this? I don't know. I wish I could use Shazam right now. Get this out. I do work. Let's see. Look it up. I do work. You looking it <laughs> up? Close caption. No. Right, I'll I'm not looking this song up. I'm I not do work. View. <laughs> Mr. Hughes. It's Mr. Hughes singing it. Don't listen to him. I do work. What kind of car is that? It looks like shit. He's got a fucking bra on his car. People don't remember, remember that? People would put bras on their headlights. <laughs> put leather and shit. The covers. Weren't they called that? Like car bras? What is it called? Car bra? Car bra. Fuck, I don't know what that is. A bra? Yeah. That's what I said. See, car bra. I've seen cars with like eyelashes and shit, but not bras. Yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> you shouldn't be allowed to vote if you have <laughs> eyelashes on your fucking car. <laughs> Jason, this is brutal. There's no way we're prepared to be able to hear this. Yeah, this sucks. I can hardly hear it. Oh, yeah, we don't know what he's saying at all. All I can he's hear is this rap song. Now. Yeah, is he a trust fund baby? Is that why he says he's got money? I really understand what he's saying because I have closed captions. It's a good idea. My peaches. I watch everything with closed captions on. I it's do like that. Brian Pillman, but it's not because we know that's not Brian Pillman. I watch shows like Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, with closed captions on. Closed captions on because I want to know the names. I need to see the names. <laughs> right now, it just says music, as if I don't hear it. Yeah, I, I looked it up. Well, that's well, closed captions ain't for people that can hear, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's that. There's music playing. Oh, what is that? What's oh, what music? Is I've Tommy heard of Cairo. music. I wonder what that sounds like. Oh, shit. That sounds bad. What the fuck? Jason, by the way. This promo sucks. Ass. So anyway, this is building up to a big show. Damn. I wish they would have a better go-home show. I wish they didn't play this rap music. This is probably music that the network put on. <laughs> because it's covering the audio. I'm telling you, someone's trolling this. Whoever fucking edited this and loaded it, WWE Network is a troll. <laughs> this sounds like Redman, kinda. I bought my own label. I do work. Ah oh, man, I gotta find that song. All right, Public Enemy, and we can actually hear it. So let's listen to them. Of American children that are more afraid of living than dying. What's that? Fuck. What? Amer who, who the fuck in America was more afraid of living than dying in 1993? In 1994? Nobody. I don't know. Maybe African-American. <laughs> they're not African-American. <laughs> well, they're acting like they are. <laughs> oh. We're from Philly. Uh, 
Whatever the fuck they're acting like they're from. Rocco Rock's like 40 years old. He identifies as a 23-year-old male African-American. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dance the boogie. Dance the boogie. Dance the boogie. Who's going to knock you out? Uh, fucking LL Cool J is what they just did. Yeah. <laughs> Can't they fucking get another outfit than the one they got from Six Flags? Fucking the Taz. Fucking outfit. The Six Flags outfit they got there. Taz and fucking. Well, it's not really Taz, but it's fucking. Looks like shit. It's the Lakers. How about those shirts? Like, what they're wearing? The shirts, like, cotton shirts that had a little hood. How fucking lame were those shirts? <laughs> those were lame. <laughs> those had Tasmanian Devil and Bugs Bunny. They did. Or right. Yeah. That's the same style. Like, I'm just waiting for the day that Public Enemy comes out with those fucking t-shirts where Bugs Bunny is got like a pot leaf on the front of his shirt and then on the back of it is the back of Bugs Bunny. Those fucking shirts. Alright, so here we have Public Enemy threatening Todd Gordon. And you can see, like, he doesn't even give a shit. That's how scary, scary they are. Todd Gordon's pissed. He's ready to fucking yell at him, but he can't because his throat's being held. When you're getting choked like that, wouldn't you just lift your leg and kick somebody in the nuts? I don't know. I always found just flailing around like a fucking <laughs> dead fish seemed to work when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Hey, putting me in shit. Leg's too strong for another kid to like fucking wrap him. All right. Put you in a Boston crab. Not today, motherfucker. <laughs> your 14 year old strength is no match for my legs. <laughs> I feel like today, if. I'll say it's like two fifth graders or whatever. If one kid would just like put another kid in the Boston Crab, the kid in the Boston Crab would have no idea what to do and be like, what the fuck is this move? Uh, like, what is this? I never heard of this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, serious question though. Yeah. How many fifth graders that you can beat up at once? Probably you've never seen that on the internet. Like, how many fifth graders you no. can you beat up for one time? It's funny. It's a joke. I get it. <laughs> yeah, don't touch that one. Yeah, I don't know if I should actually answer because <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, don't answer it's that. It's too close to my actual. You know, yeah, yeah, it's too close to home. <laughs> well, you know, he did say he could beat up eight fifth graders. <laughs> but I would say, like, probably most adults. Wouldn't be able to beat a more than two. <laughs> oh, I'd fuck up a whole classroom. <laughs> I'd go Super Saiyan on him. Super <laughs> Saiyan. Just start spinning around like a uh, fucking Tasmanian devil. Alright, so... Oh, Todd Gordon is going to waive the suspension. For all the bad deeds that wow. Public Enemy did. And they're all excited about it, but what's the match going to be? You're going to see their attitude change in just a moment. 
Whoa! Oh, the Bruce Brothers. The Bruce Brothers. The Bruce Brothers! The Brothers, the guys that were too violent for the Smoky Mountain. Oh, so they recognize Smoky Mountain Wrestling here. And that's where the Bruce Brothers were. Just prior to coming here in ECW. And they would go on to WWF, of course, as Eli and Jacob Blue, the Blues Brothers, with Uncle Zebekiah, who would become Uncle Zeb, Zeb Coulter. And then they would go on to be the fucking DOA. And I hope the public enemy fucked them up. It's weird seeing this guy with all his hair tucked into his hat. Rocco? The blonde guy. Oh, Johnny Grunge. Johnny Grunge. I'll forget next week, too. <laughs> Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge. It's funny, they're both, they're, spo- they're both supposed to be like rap gimmicks. But one is Rocco. The other is Grunge. Rock and Grunge. I think that's who Kid, Kid Rock modeled his career off those two. <laughs> Kid Rock is public enemy. A little bit more southern. A little got, bit more. He's got a more, be, little bit more red in his neck. He's legit a wrestling fan. He's got it, you know. Real, Kid Rock. Be, yeah. Of course he is. So he. Yeah. We probably have something with that. We'd probably get along great with Kid Rock. <laughs> ba with the ba, motherfucker. Gonna get him on a damn show. Oh, fuck. All right, so here's Sabu's former handler, now known as 911, just chokeslam Gilberg, Queen Gil. And the gimmick here is that Paulie is his manager, and he says, You need to call 911. So this is super tall, like, this is super shredder Jake the Snake Roberts, is what we have here, 911. Look how fucking big this dude is. Look how 80s this guy is. He is like bigger. Jake the Snake. (laughs) Jake the Snake on stilts. No, he's Jake the Snake on the uh, Secret of the Ooze. (laughs) From Ninja Turtles 2. He got the ooze. Jake got the ooze. Now he's 911. Yeah. Speaking of Jake the Snake, what a promo on AEW he had. Last week, that fucking made shit a lot of interest. Yeah, that was money. That really was money. That whole segment, I don't know. I like good shit. Yeah, it's good shit. Now, if you guys out there in the BTT army aren't totally into it yet, you need to check it out some more. They're doing wrestling the right way. You know, there, there are some things you can obviously point out and say, I yeah, don't like I that. notice a lot of people in the group, like the Facebook page, don't like it. Yeah, a lot of people love, you know, Cornette, and Cornette's been rough on it, but a lot of the things that Cornette says to improve, AEW actually starts to do. So I think they're listening. I don't listen to that guy. He spits a lot of trash. No, he does, but, you know, that's just, that's his gimmick. That's what gets him listeners. You know what I mean? People expect that from him. Yeah, 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 but I don't know. Some people take what he says, like, seriously. No, no, no. He's acting. <laughs> he's, he's making money. But a bunch of things that he, like I said, he has said 
has been things that the angles have turned into. Alright, so they're continuing to sell this match here. Big match. And Paulie's gonna fucking sell it finally. That shirt is so sweaty you can see through it. Holy moly. What did he say? Menendez family get together? Yeah. <laughs> the Menendez brothers? They killed their parents. Yeah. Sheesh. They make fun of him in the cable guy. <laughs> yeah, they do. And still played the brothers. And that was at the same time. Cable Guy came out in 95, I believe, so right after. A year after this. And they're really building up this match. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be a bond burn. It is. It is for sure. I've seen it before. Now they're cutting him off with music. What the fuck, network? Fucking loud ass music. Jesus Christ. Alright, so that looks like that concludes the episode. Alright. So we're building up to the night the line was crossed. And the next episode we're going to get into is actually going to take place after that big show. So we are going to get some highlights from it and some maybe preliminary matches and such. So when we come back from the break, after you listen to Eric Clapton's Cocaine, we'll be back with the episode from February 1994. We'll be right back.
Alright, we're back now for the next episode, which is episode 43 of ECW Hardcore TV from February 8th of 1994. And you should be set up at that point, and we hope you enjoyed some cream cocaine during that break. Fucking hell of a song. I just listened to it while we were getting ready to get set up here, and I'm fucking in the mood. Not for cocaine, but fucking, I'm feeling it, yeah. <laughs> so let's get into it here JV you all set up yep alright so I'll do the usual count from 3 down to 1 say play well I'll click play when I say play 3 2 1 play alright so Saturday night February 5th it's 1994 the night the line was crossed so the show has happened. It's three days later. It's February 8th. And we're getting footage from the night the line was crossed. Terry Funk and Sabu. What's that, JV? This audio is a lot louder for me. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I gotta change everything just to hear you. <laughs> there we go. So no winner in a match between Sabu, Terry Funk, and Shane Douglas. And we get the good music. Finally. It's like, what was the deal with that last episode? That was like the bastard child episode. Now we're back to normal shit. They changed the video package a little bit. They have that Shane yeah. Douglas, Eddie Gilbert with his pleated pants. It looks cleaner, too. Oh, the, yeah. Like the, it's a higher frame rate. Definitely. I love that guitar. Riff? Is that what it's called? A riff, yeah. You're welcome, Joey. <laughs> so Joey Styles is talking about what happened at the night the line was crossed. I can't wait to watch this match in its entirety. Joey Styles is calling it one of the greatest wrestling matches. It's ambitious. Yeah, it's kind of like Tony Schiavone style. This is the greatest night in the history of our sport. <laughs> Joey Styles does a great job at, already at this point here in 94. He's only been around for about five months. The headset is fucking huge. It's like you go to the moon. Jesus. Yeah, it's like a space national helmet. <laughs> yeah, no children are watching this at 1 a.m. Alright, so we got a match here. We got 911. Secret of the Use, Jake the Snake Roberts is in the ring. <laughs> Razor the Snake Roberts. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a mixture of Scott Hall, Ray, uh, Scott Hall, Jake the Snake. He's got Shane Douglas's jacket on. Right, Shane Douglas's tassels. And he got little Mikey Whipwreck. Chokeslam, boom! Holy shit! Jeez. What a nice jump Mikey made to make that look so high. Yeah, you gotta give credit to Mikey, though. 
It looked great for 911, but Mikey's the one that fucking jumped himself up so yeah. high. And then that's it. Boom. One, two, three. How much you guys paying me? What do you want me to do? Go in the ring, pick this guy up, and choke slam him? Yeah, and somebody like him. There you go. Boom. So he's got a fanny pack on too, nonetheless. Which on him looks like the size of his nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> but when somebody like nine one one has Paulie as his guy, how can he not get over? Like Paulie. Has done this over and over again throughout his career. Is just get big guys that don't do shit really and make them something cool. Replay doesn't look as bad. Oh no, that's again. That's that was not a replay. No, that's just more choke slams. <laughs> Mikey's getting his ass kicked. It's a choke slam party. Mikey likes it. Get Heyman. What is backwards hat? Stupid. Oh, it's a, it's, it's a, I thought he had like a Sam Kennison hat on. He looks like Sam Kennison. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> I heard on a podcast that after his show, real quick, he would, uh, there'd be like lines of cocaine and people would dare him to, like, the guy had never had a chance to live. Jeez. Like, he died young or whatever, but like, he never said no to like anything. Because he didn't want to let fans down, and that's what they knew him as, like a party animal or something. Wow. That was the lifestyle, though. Late 70s, early 80s. Well, into the late 80s. All right, so they're giving us little sneak peeks at the night the line was crossed, but they don't want to give us everything. But know what? JV and I have decided that on our next episode in two weeks, we're going to give you everything. We're going to cover the night the line was crossed. We're going to see all of this. Cover it all in its entirety. Now is one of the great moments right there. Where Paulie dangerously runs in. Just fucking whacks Sherry in the head with the cell phone. That's going to happen on the night the line was crossed. So this has basically become like a go-home show for the night the line was crossed. Because on the same night... That wrestling return to, <laughs> to this country. Why were they overseas? No, they're just like making fun of what wrestling has become at this point. With Doink the Clown and shit like that. Haters. <laughs> ECW was the AEW of its time without anybody knowing, knowing about it. <laughs> Except people from Philly early on. Then it gradually spread. But then Paul Heyman sold out and had to pay off his bills. And ECW fell apart. Yeah, I think arguing the believability of wrestling to any extent is stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Right. I mean, there's a certain way you can treat it, follow certain rules when you have rules. And... But that can come and go. You can have matches that have nothing to do with that. It's it's It should be loose. <laughs> it's entertainment. Yep. And anybody who thinks otherwise hasn't really 
watched enough. <laughs> or he's just been influenced too much by other people and their point of views. But enjoy wrestling for what it is. Come on. It's, a, it's athletic competition. It's goofy. It's funny. It can go totally different directions. It can be serious. It can be off the wall. Even within one program, it can be that way. Because not everybody that watches likes the same exact thing. So you need to spice it up. Who's this guy... Yeah, I don't know who the fuck this is talking to Tommy Cairo. Uh, not Tommy Cairo, uh, Johnny Hotbody. Oh, wait, maybe that's Tommy Cairo. <laughs> With a mustache now? No, that's Tony Almost Stetson. Like, no, it's Tony that's Stetson. That's what I say. It looks like Tony yeah. Stetson. Yeah, it's Tony Stetson. Yep. That's it, man. We got, so, uh, little Johnny Hotbody's back in the ring. Smaller than Chad Austin. Why the fuck do we have to see a match like this again? Come on. Of all the matches that they just had at the the night the line was crossed, this is a match that they're going to show us here? Come on. We legit just saw this match on the last episode. Not, not the same match, but we saw these two guys wrestle. And the match was so bad that they cut it off halfway through. I guess the only way they could be showing this match is if Johnny Limited Hotbody... Space. <laughs> well, if Johnny Hotbody and Tony Stetson are going to start some kind of feud with each other. That would be the only thing that makes sense. You actually like Stetson and Larry Winters as a team early on. I think I liked Larry Winters. Yeah, no, you liked Larry Winters better, but as a team, we yeah. thought they were like the solid wrestlers of the time in early ECW. Yeah. Back in April, May of, the roster. of 93. Wow, what a better product this is right now <laughs> than it was in April 93. <laughs> and it's only 10 months later. Yeah, big difference. They've made great progress in these 10 months. This is definitely a better match. Oh, nice reversal there. Uh, oh, terrible. nice. Nice win. Pin, though. I, I love when the underdog wins and then jumps out of the ring right away like, fuck, I got to get out of here. I'm going to yeah. get my ass beat. <laughs> that yeah, guy's going to be so pissed, they're going to kick my ass. I got to go. Because I beat him with a sloppy roll-up, too. Oh, see? Didn't even make it look crisp. Uh, I fucking called it. This is going to happen. Tony Stetson's laughing at Johnny Hotbody. He's such a hothead. He's going to fucking go after his own partner. Let's, oh, look at that guy with the fucking... Oh, I thought that was a guy in the audience with the handheld camera. <laughs> it was the cameraman. I guess that says a lot about their camera. That it looks like a handheld. Like he got fucking from Walmart. Alright, so nothing's really going to go down, but you can see the infighting is beginning. And they're going to be on Splitsville soon. <laughs> this guy looks like Baba Booey from Howard Stern. 
Tony Stetson. I ain't saying nothing. Alright, so another little promo for the night the line was crossed. It seems like what they're doing is hyping up a potential video that they're going to sell. <laughs> By the night the line was crossed. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Alright, so here's another clip from the night the line was crossed, and it's... Oh! Ooh, J.T. Smith just got his back crushed Holy shit. on the, At the end of his career. ringside barrier from Mike <laughs> Awesome. Holy shit. I can't wait to see some Mike Awesome here in ECW. Oh, Pat Tanaka is coming down to the ring. How do you see that? Oh, you see it in his... Yeah, I see it on his monitor. Oh, all right. That's sex. I see Styles with his astronaut helmet on. Here he is. There's Pat. Cousin Pat. Fresh curls. He's got that glow going on. <laughs> and he's up against Shira. So we're getting all these same fucking characters again. This is Keith Shira, which is the same Shira that was in the match from the previous episode. Teaming <laughs> up with Mikey Whipwreck and got his ass kicked by Sullivan and Taz. Oh, Pearl Hobbit him. He snuck attack. A sn little sneak attack on him. Not that this matters to anybody else, but JV, did you notice it's snowing outside right now? Ground's covering oh, you snow can here. See the, huh? Oh, is it? Like yeah. Here at home? Yeah, here at home. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> no shit. I meant to say that before we started, but... <laughs> say it now. That's how boring this match is. Let's talk <laughs> yeah. weather. Let's talk New England weather. <laughs> New England weather. It was like 56 <laughs> degrees earlier today, and now it's fucking snowing. It was like 60 mile an hour winds about three hours ago. I'm set to have baseball tryouts for my team coming up this Monday. <laughs> now it's snowing. We'll see how that goes. Is it awkward when a kid in one of your classes doesn't make the team? And you got to look at them. The next kind morning. of, yeah. Because I, <laughs> I have sixth graders, and the sixth graders usually don't make the team for the middle school team. It's mostly eighth graders or seventh graders. So, yeah, kind of sucks. <laughs> but they know. They know better. The only thing that does suck worse than that is when there's a sixth grader that does make the team and the other ones didn't, and they're in the same class. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you're the good one. I suck. <laughs> But sixth graders playing on a senior league field, it's rare. They're not ready for it. They're too small. You can't throw from third base to first base. Yeah, unless they've been playing like, I don't oh, know. And none like of them are. around ball or something, you know no, what I'm saying? Most of them aren't. And even still, they don't have the strength yet. All right, so Pat Tanaka wins the match there with a roll-up after talking some middle school baseball. <laughs> So Pat Tanaka looks like Mini Undertaker with this hair like that. Wearing his fucking t-shirt and his A6. And now we're back to more. The night the line was crossed. And I can't wait to watch this match. Look at this. Sabu, Shane Douglas, Terry Funk. This is considered to be one of the great matches in ECW history. Even before it was Extreme Championship Wrestling. 
So we're getting some more clips from it. Terry Funk is being walked off by the Nasty Breed. Which is what we've coined them. They are the bad breed, but fuck them. They're the Nasties. The Brian Knobs breed. <laughs> This graphic constantly. ECW, not a secret anymore. <laughs> and and they're, they're fucking hyping it. Now later in this program, we're gonna show you the incident in question following that fantastic three-way sixty-minute draw. The press conference. Oh, Joey interrupted. Let's go to Maddie in the house. <laughs> Back by your favorite bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Regarding the incident in question, let's go to Matt. Alright, let's take a listen to Maddie in the house. Maddie's in the house. Now, Poindexter up in the Eagle's Nest, or whatever you want to call that thing up there, he was too scared. He didn't have the guts. Hey, how about that shirt? Screw fear. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Austin got it from. Fuck fear. Screw fear. It's actually a pretty cool shirt. Nice Phillips head. Thanks for regular screwdriver. I don't, I don't know what the no, fuck that's a That's a flat top. Phillips head screwdriver. No, it was a flat top. Flat, flathead. Flathead. Was it? Yeah. I'm blind. <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking screw, and I called it a screwdriver. So a... <laughs> I didn't even pick that up. <laughs> Oh, some of those things definitely did. <laughs> the fuck is Hunter Q. Robbins acting like he's British? I'm sick of this shit. Not very much, huh? Shut the fuck up. If you wanted to be badass back in 1994, you had to wear Chicago White Sox shit. So yeah, one black. hour match. It's a socks it took and them guys letters. one hour. Three schmucks, Shane Douglas. In these jackets, they were in like fake triple fat goose. Made them look like fucking two hundred no pounds bigger than they are. Oh, what's that man's name again? He's supposed to be a legend. The old man. We're going to call yeah. him the old man because that's oh, what he is. Oh, Terrence Funk. Terrence Funk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Terrence yeah, Funk. Yeah. Well, it was me and you. We'd be Johnny through that Potts quick, right? Pan. Remember Johnny Potts and Pants when we was kids? How long did it take us to get that television? Two minutes. Two minutes. And how about that fourth Thunderbird with Joey the Hook? Ooh, with the bow speakers <laughs> in the CD. That's <laughs> the one. <laughs> Five minutes. Oh yeah! And how <laughs> I'm about the best. you, the king, baby? And how about that? These guys are funny. Match with the Blues Brothers. Them guys are seven feet tall, over three hundred pounds. That's four men right there. How much time? Ten minutes. We beat him. Five minutes a man. Oh, we the best. We the best, Johnny. We the champs. We the That's champs. Right. And I just want you to remember this, baby. Did you see after the matches were over last night? That press conference? Holy mackerel! Everybody jumped on each other! Looked like a street, looked like a gang fight! Like the, the, the Bloods and the Crips, right, Exactly! Home? Yeah, well, would you come out of there? This is so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> this is going on way too long. We stole the voice, we stole the water, man! Come on, man! Triple Now, what in the world am I gonna do with Triple A? I got one, too! I got one, too! Oh, what you got there? J.T. Smith. Oh, let's look and see. 
Oh, I dropped that, that guy from two bucks, man. Like he cheap, ain't he? But oh. wait a minute here now. I got go go. I want to go. Show me to go. I want to know where to go. That Rocco Johnny, you did it to me. Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gordon, why you get oh, me in trouble? trouble? Oh, my dear. mama told me. Rocco, Rocco, you gotta give that one back. No, I ain't gonna Rocco, gotta give that one back. Rocco, give it to me. Give it to me. Rocco, give it to me. You always get me. Oh, I'm not gonna give it to me, Rocco. Rocco, Rocco. Oh, we're selling out of state, Rocco. We're Man, selling out of state. Jason. I too, like everyone else, was in front of the bathroom. Press conference. Ugh. <laughs> One thing, although I have to agree with Shane Douglas, you definitely. Oh, we're gonna be on a string of promos right now. Cross that line. Oh, the fuck is this Patanaka again? Looks like a woman. Go, man. We're all sitting there peeping through the curtains, <laughs> watching the monitor. Saw the greatest match Let's take a listen to him. I've ever seen in the United States. You know, I only see matches. Where people stand up and applaud in Japan, especially when three great athletes like Terry Funk, Shane Douglas, and Sabu, they're all out there, man. They gave it 60 minutes. Can you imagine that? And all those people at the end of that match stood up, they applauded them. I only see that in Japan. You know, what could have been the greatest night for ECW was ruined by Shane Douglas. You know, Shane, this time. You stepped over the line. Really stepped over the line this time. Hello. <laughs> this is Hunter Q. Robbins III. And yes, my hiatus is over, and my vacation was splendid. But now it's time for me to make a smashing return to NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling with my latest uh -oh, charge. Oh, he's got snooker now. Jimmy Superfly. Ducky, what the fuck is he saying? This guy's creep, man. <laughs> Character sucks. That's why he last. Fucked up slick. He's lasted ten months. <laughs> no, isn't that ducky? Cause I'm about to go sucky sucky. All right, now we got Jimmy Snooker with Jay Sully. Let's see what the brother man has to say. It's only one thing I just like to mention to you people out there in TV Wonderland. I am not here to stand here to listen to all this baloney that goes on, whatever you're calling this man here. He shouldn't have no business to come out here and stand here right alongside the Superfly. Do you understand? And another thing, punk, you got no reason at all. No reason at all to stand here. I forgot what here. I was going to say. So I'll just make this crazy face. <laughs> that was great. Anything. Now what do you got to say about it, punk? Mr. Mr. Dreamer, your comments? Jimmy, I'm looking so forward to this. This is my dream come true. You're a legend. I remember since I was nine years old, I seen you wrestling. I remember you going to the top missing of the cage and splash. missing that splash. I was rooting for you. I remember when this used to mean something. What do you, I don't understand. What are you talking about? This is, this is the greatest opportunity in my life to get in the ring against you. I'm looking forward to this, that you, you're a legend. I'm just, I'm on my way, and just to get in the ring with you, oh, man, that, that's, I'm <laughs> you don't so look pumped, pumped up, up. I, I can't nervous. even talk. 
I, you know, I can't I even talk because I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> that I'm a little old. You no, no. what you're trying to say, No, brother? not at all. Not at all. It's just, it's an honor for me to get in the ring with you. You've, you've been wrestling longer than I've been alive. I mean, you, you, you don't understand. It's just, I've, I've watched you since I was a little kid. You're a legend in my mind. What are you trying to say here, brother? Are you trying to put me down? No, no, Jimmy, he's no. showing you no disrespect here. Hey, listen, you just keep your own business to yourself. Do you understand that, brother? Otherwise, you're going to put your nose into it and we're going to have so to we're supposed to be dickhead. Yeah, what? What do you want? <laughs> Up your you ass? That? <laughs> yes, punk. Just remember one thing. And just remember. Just remember who you're looking at. Jimmy, just and down. remember and look at these eyes, brother. And don't forget it. When you get home, you make sure that you dream about it, think about it, whenever it's gonna be, brother. Jim, wait, this is the this is the hey, time I like. Don't you touch me, brother. This is gonna be. Do you understand? Don't you ever touch me. Stop being a pussy, Tommy, and smack his fucking face. <laughs> don't ever touch me, brother. What kind of New Yorker are you? Talk to me, man. It's tonight or any time, any place. DCB, brother, do you understand? It's taking care of business, and I don't care what you say, what do you think, how you think about it, and whatever you want to think about it, let me tell you this, brother. When the time comes, just remember one thing. The Superfly is always going to Oh, dude, this sucks <laughs> it's, it sucks but it's probably the only thing i was like really interested in watching <laughs> i'm i'm hooked look at jay sully looking like a serial killer in the background i'd be looking for a new job the next day hey, jay sully like, looks like not gonna make it this is brutal <laughs> how much are we paying this guy jay sully looks like the serial killer in lovely bones have you ever seen that movie no. Ah, oh, you gotta watch it. He's fucking serial killer. Look with those glasses and his hair. <laughs> he does look like a serial killer. Tommy Dreamer sucked. Snooker sucked. Nobody knew what to say. <laughs> they just went on I, for I about four like minutes. <laughs> Snooker was so bad that he just threw the whole segment off. Even Dreamer. Well, yeah, because they probably had something planned, and then Snooker forgot what he was going to say. And then Tommy Dreamer, as a young guy, was thrown off. Listen here, brothers. I've been doing this a lot longer than you. Follow my lead. The fuck out of here. All right, so there it is right now. Joey Styles is talking about how the show is going to be available to buy on home video from the February 5th show. No collector should be without it. I actually do have the original version of it. So I'll have to take a look at it and see how different it is from the network version. When we cover it in two weeks here on the Extreme ECW Livecast. Well, here we are. We got the match. Jimmy Snooker versus Tommy Dreamer. So at least they built up to some kind of match for us. And I'm rooting for fucking Tommy Dreamer here. Fuck Snooker. Time to go, Snook. What do you think, JV? What do you want to happen in here? Um, 
dreamer to win. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not Snuka. <laughs> nice. It's pretty sad when I see a body slam and I say nice because I don't see nice body slam so often anymore. <laughs> At least when we're watching this, I guess. <laughs> it's something you don't see nice and clean. All right, that was a nice, solid body slam. <laughs> That's how our expectations are. <laughs> oh, some jaw jacking. We got some middle fingers. That guy's pretty jacked in the crowd. Snooker would, well, yeah. Snooker would kill him. Oh yeah, because because he's killed people. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's a murderer. <laughs> right. That's why Jeremy was so scared. Like, don't fucking say anything. Let him say what he wants. Yeah, this guy might actually kill me because he thinks I'm upstaging him. It's funny, Dreamer mentions, like, oh, this I, is I bad. saw... They're just, like, rocking around. Well, Snooka's, like, must be high. Snooka's matches have sucked. Of, all the, of everything we've seen, he really hasn't had, like... They Nothing had like great. one or two good matches. I think very early on, in like April or May of 93, there was a couple good matches. But other than that, yeah. That sucked. But not... not well, I am going to continue on with the theme. <laughs> Our mid-break song was Cocaine. He may be on some cocaine right here and be fucked up in the head. Because he looks pretty whacked out. Like, he's just paying attention to the crowd. He doesn't give a shit about the match. Looks like he's like, what the fuck? Did he have sus substance abuse issues? <laughs> oh, God. I don't... I can't... I mean, I don't doubt it. I, mean, I can't say he did or not. How the fuck do you say I wasn't sure if it was like one of those Shawn Michaels things where it's like, all right, it's like well documented. It may be. But I never gave too much shit about Jimmy Snooker to know him that much. <laughs> Touche. I mean, he's legendary because, you know, he's part of WWF during that time in the late 70s where he was an attraction. And he used to jump off the top rope before people jumped off the top rope. But other than that, what is he known for? Getting hit for the fucking coconut? He's probably one of the most overrated wrestlers of all yeah. time. Fucking doing the big splash off the top rope, which great. It's huge. That's memorable. But beyond that... What does he do? Hey, and maybe there's something to what Rikishi said on this past week's episode of the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. The Islanders always get put down. <laughs> so even though Snooker could have been a big star, he was kept down. Well, he had he was a one-spot one spot pony. Right. One-trick pony. Right, he didn't have great skills. The fuck, here it comes. This is all he has right here. Big splash. And I like that big splash. And... It looks... Oh, and fucking Tommy Dreamer kicked out of it. Tommy Dreamer, first man to ever survive the Superfly Splash is the graphic on the screen. Wow. <laughs> Don't tell me that's real. 
No. Oh, look at the sign in the background. Wet dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> People called them wet dreams in the 80s. It's 80s. It's 94. Yeah, it's 94, dude. <laughs> it looks like 84. It feels like 80s. <laughs> wet dreamer. I think that's a myth. I think a wet dream is a myth. I'm going to put that out there. I mean, I don't know what yeah. other people's experiences are, but I didn't have no fucking wet dream. And at least not. I did. At least not what people hyped it up to be. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you get a wet dream, you're going to have sex in your dream. Like, how do I know what sex is if I never had sex? How's my brain going to create a dream <laughs> of me having sex when I don't even know what it is? And then I'm going to fucking come everywhere. No, it fucking happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, wet dream. Bullshit. Fucking fake myth. Middle school bullshit myth. He's going to do it again. Bet you he misses. Oh, another one. And this one's got to... This one's got to do him in. This is pretty cool. Telling a story. It's built on craziness. So, if Snooker goes for another one right now, Dreamer needs to roll out of the way and get a win. That's what needs to happen. Security guy needs to shut the fuck up, pointing his finger, telling people to sit down. It's a big match. Shut the fuck up. I'm a wrestling fan, dumbass. I'm going to be yelling. Take your fake casino jacket off and shut the fuck up. All right, so Snooker gets the win. One, two, three. Whew! Snooker fucking headbutts the ref. We get a sign from Sign Guy, the original Sign Guy. This is ECW. No pretty boys allowed. <laughs> so homophobic. <laughs> I don't want pretty boys. What, what does that mean? So 94. Oh, look, at him. look at that guy. February 94 would have been. Look at his jowls. Oh. Huge. Yeah. No neck. <laughs> it's got a, he's got a chin. He's got a fucking chin like a pelican. <laughs> fucking gullet. Here we go. That's the fourth splash on Tommy Dreamer. No, at least this is something, though. This is an angle. There's heat building here. People are feeling sympathetic for Tommy Dreamer. People are starting to hate Jimmy Snooker. And how can you not hate Jimmy Snooker when he's with Hunter Q. Robbins III? If you haven't... Listen to our earlier episodes. Yes, it's the third, but we call him the turd. Oh, Tom Gordon's out there. Todd Gordon's out there. Tom Gordon, fucking Boston Red Sox relief <laughs> pitcher. <laughs> but it's Todd Gordon with his loaded jacket, and he gets a fucking double axe handle. Snooker is going wild. And who's creeping into the ring now? Who the fuck is this? Oh, Sal. Paloma. Can't tell who anybody else that is. Clyde Austin. Whatever the fuck his name is. Chad. Yeah, it must be Chad Austin. Yep. Chad Austin, bro. 
Oh, we're getting another promo. He's big. Oh, he's bad. He's awesome. Mike, awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. Now, this guy looks like a fucking superstar. Yeah, he does. How did he not break through so much earlier? He basically looks like Super Macho Man from Mike Tyson's Punch. <laughs> I only heard about Mike Awesome late in ECW. I didn't know any of this 94 shit of him. Why wasn't he picked up in 94, 95 by either WCW or WWF? Yeah, no shit, right? That's a good question. Alright, let's take a listen to Terry Funk's promo from the night the line was crossed. And this is a hell of a promo. So we're going to lay out. That uh, <laughs> I love wrestling. I've loved it all my life, and I'm going to tell you that uh, I'm not real proud of the way that it's evolved in a lot of places in the uh, country. I don't believe that the WCW is worth a damn. I think it ridicules my profession, and I think that we have a bunch of people that don't have any respect for a profession running those organizations. I'm not talking about the, the guys individually, but I'm talking about the way that they have belittle my profession because I think that I'm an athlete and I think that I was out there tonight with a hell of a lot of competitors in that ring that uh, were not even only wrestling they were they were wrestling with their heart and I don't particularly like the opponents that I was against but they damn sure gave the fans there money's worth and I think that uh, I did too I think ECW has come a long way I think that you got guys like that that have come from from nowhere I'm talking about the Sandmans I'm talking about the other guys I'm talking about the old timers I'm talking about Jimmy Snuka and we've all seen this organization grow and I am really proud of it and I am very proud to be wearing this belt around my waist. And I told you people before, hey, I'm an old man, but I'm making my stand. And I'm making it here with the ECW. And those other people can go to hell. Because we're here, and we're here to stay. And we're going to become an organization that's not producing something for kids. I mean, we're not, we're, athletic and I think that we're a sport and I know that we've got a lot of guys here that are wrestling their heart off and I'm not trying to take anything from anybody else but I have respect for Shane Douglas and I have respect for Sabu and I have respect for all of the guys that are EC with ECW and I want to thank you people out there for being hardcore fans and that's what we're playing to is the hardcore fans and I want you to know that I love you, 
and thank you very much for supporting what a fucking promo. me, and yeah, I really appreciate it. Oh, now Shane Douglas is going to jump in. Let's listen to what he has to say, because he's heated. I got a couple words for you. Tonight, I took the living legend so-called self-proclaimed Terry Funk, and I beat his right in the center of the ring. I took Sabu, the crazy man of wrestling, and I beat his ass center of the ring i sent them both back to the dressing room mr gordon as a result of that i want you to declare me right now in front of this tv camera in front of the entire world as the ecw heavyweight champion to prove that i am the franchise no. sherry saw it the whole world saw it philadelphia you witnessed it live professional wrestling as it was meant to be ass kicking take no names beat the hell out of whoever's in front of you Terry Funk, I smashed your knee to obliterate. When I took you with that chair outside the ring, even the crazy man Sabu and his people looked and they said, oh my God, it's the end of an era. Finally, put to rest the <laughs> Funk family. <laughs> I don't give a <laughs> You keep your mouth shut. You keep your mouth shut. You can fire me if you want to. You can take me out of this territory if you want to. But you can't stop the franchise. Someplace, sometime, I will be heavyweight champion. Now, as it goes for you, Mr. Stiles, and anybody else, and all you other sons of sitting out here today, I've had it up to here. I've come to Philadelphia, and I've watched pieces of in the audience hold up signs and call me every name in the book. I've seen people outside the arena call me names, say things about my family, say things about Sherry. I've seen people, and what do you want? Oh, shit. And what do you want? What's wrong with you? Are you some kind of a fool or what? Am I some kind of a fool? What are you out here? All I've got to ask you, Mr. Funk, what you were 10 years ago was a legend. What you are today is an old man, a shell of yourself. The legs, <laughs> after tonight, certainly aren't what they used to be. Muhammad Ali knows what it's like when the legs go. Look at your face. Take a look in the mirror around you. Ask the media, how's his face look? You've been beat to a pulp. Now I've been beat up tonight. Take a look, Philadelphia. Look at his face. Look at my face. Look who's standing tall. Terry Funk, you were a beaten man tonight. I've sit there and listened to you call me an old man. I've listened to you ridicule, ridicule me, and yeah, maybe I've had better days. Damn right. But I don't think that you have any right to go ahead and say that. I came in here, I paid compliments to you. I paid compliments to Sabu. I paid compliments to everybody because I think that you're a good athlete and a heck of a guy. The best. But you didn't walk out of there with this thing around your waist, and you know you didn't. Terry Funk, let me tell you something. And you ought to know this after 25 years in this sport. Man. Don't call me an old man. You, I gave you your time. You let me talk. As the franchise of ECW, I've got every right to come out here and say what I want to say. Paying compliments to Shane Douglas, paying compliments to Sabu, don't pay the bills. The gold pays the bills. Now, I want Todd Gordon right here and now to declare me the champion because you were dragged out. You were carried out of the arena tonight by your own men. That's not a champion to me. Sabu was carried out by his own men, both of you at the hands of the franchise. To me, that means that I'm the heavyweight champion. No ifs, ands, or buts about it, Mr. Funk. You want this belt so bad? I said earlier that I've drawn a line. I'll tell you something. You made a mistake put your finger by calling face. me an old man. I won't put my finger in your face. I have no intention of doing that. But your biggest mistake was whenever you called me an old man because, first of all, 
what is it going to look like whenever this old man whips your butt? And as far as this belt is concerned, you can have this belt. I'm giving it to you. I'm Give giving it, it to you. Giving it to no, me. Terry Funk. I'm giving it to you. I am Give, giving you the... Giving me the belt? No, isn't that silly? That is so silly. No, no, Todd, be quiet, because that's, that's silly. And I know that I, I'm sorry that wasn't very respectful to you, but I'm telling you, you take that belt. And you know why you can take that belt? Because it's going to be the biggest thrill to me on the 5th. Whenever I, whenever I take the thing back from you, that's what's going to give me the biggest elation because I'm going to show you that this old man is not as easy to push around as you think he is, as you should have found out tonight. Terry Funk. Don't put my you. finger on your chest. I understand it. I won't you don't have to you. give me any belt, I Terry Funk. I won't touch you with my you finger. You don't have to chest. give me a belt, you old piece of Gentlemen, please. Hey, come on. Gentlemen. You don't have to give me the belt. Cause I'm taking the belt. How's that, huh? Oh, How's that, you yeah. son of a? Huh? Fucking amazing. That was awesome. That's fucking. when I look forward to watching the show when I can see shit like this. This is fucking the best promo that we've heard yet. This just makes this promotion fucking up to another level at this point. When you can have that, Terry Funk doing his thing. But then elevating Shane Douglas to what he is at this point here now. And what a way that he just jumped into that role of the franchise. Like, I'm the fucking new man here. You're the old man. Like, Shane Douglas crushed it there. Yeah, that was awesome. He didn't back down at all. Very confident. No. Acting like he belongs there. He's been there. Yep. He's like, I'm the franchise <laughs> of this company. That was Shit, fucking amazing. Whew. What a good ending. And I'm I'm primed. I'm ready to see this match that they just came from. So we're going to see what went down in that match. We'll talk about it. So we're going to spend that time next week. Well, not next week, but in two weeks, in the next episode, covering our third Supercard special, The Night the Line Was Crossed, from February 5th, 1994. I'm looking forward to it, and whew, and I can't wait to see what happens after that, too, because that feud just building up at that point, so we got some good shit happening here with that championship. Man, that that just made everything so much better from all yeah, the... Because most of what we watched this episode, I thought was pretty terrible. Yeah, it was... Oh, God. I mean, they were just building up to that show. But thank God they gave us something good like, from the show. Yeah, if they're trying to sell. If they're trying to sell me the show, the ending would have gotten me to buy it. So what we just watched here. Yeah. But everything leading up to it was so bad. Right. So now it's so bad. Right. So after you see that, it's like shit. I want to own that VHS. I want to watch that now, and then I want to keep watching to see how this feud carries on. So fuck God. This is great. This is we're hooked at this point. So here we are, 1994. Things are heating up here with Shane Douglas and Terry Funk, and we're gonna watch that super card. 
And throughout this past episode that we just watched, there was a whole bunch of good shit that they give us little snippets of. So I want to see it in its entirety. Like, Mike Awesome against JT Smith and Public Enemy. So a lot of good stuff that we're going to check out. So we'll check that out in a couple of weeks. But we also want to make mention that we do the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. You guys know that we say it all the time, so please check us out there. You know, if you like and you enjoy what we do here, check us out on that. You know, even if you're not necessarily following to Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, it's JV and I just shooting the breeze, talking some wrestling, you know, and, you know, maybe something that you can just you know, turn on the network and watch a few shows and like say, yeah, what's Mike and JV have to say about, say about this bullshit that I'm watching? So. You know, it's all good fun. So check us out on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast on any podcast platform that's out there. And you can follow us on Twitter at MPRU83. That's me, Mike Pru. JV is at John Van Damage. And the Bottom Line Cast is at Bottom Line Cast. But to follow us on the ECW Streamcast, it's just simply at ExtremeCast on Twitter. So. Follows there. JV, anything left to say? Um, no. I think uh, I think I'm good till episode. Are we gonna call it episode twenty one? No, it's, it's gonna be get, like, special a special yeah, there. special super card. Yeah. So we'll do the special super card and then we'll go on to twenty one and do the next two weeks of hardcore TV, which would be forty four and forty five after that. So stay tuned for the next couple of weeks and we'll hit you up with that. The night the line was crossed. All right, so thanks, BTT Army, as always. I'm Mike Pru, along with JV. We are out of here. So long.